Hello, I'm Joseph Fragana sitting in for Alan Podcotter, and you're listening to Call Talk for February 10, 2021. Today's topic is silver lining to the COVID-19 cloud, accommodations for workers with disabilities. If you are listening live, we invite you to be a part of the show and ask questions. Here's how you do it. Email me at brian at, at calltalk at benchmarkportal.com. I want to remind everyone that all of our shows are archived and available to listen to at benchmarkportal.com at any time of the day. And now, I would like to introduce you to the host of Call Talk, Bruce Belfiore. Thank you, Joseph, and welcome back to Call Talk, everyone. Well, COVID-19 has had a terrible impact on people and economies around the globe. But one thing it has facilitated is the accommodation of at-home work for everyone, which has been a boost also for the disabled community. And for U.S. nonprofit NTI, that helps disabled uh, Americans and veterans, it has opened a lot of doors and allows their services to disabled Americans to double over the course of the uh, pandemic. And that's why we wanted to talk a little bit about this side effect to the pandemic. The fallout of COVID-19 is making it easier for the disabled community to get something that's long overdue the reasonable accommodation of being able to work remotely. And we brought in an expert on the topic for you, Kate Browse, Strategic Partnerships Lead at the nonprofit National Telecommuting Institute, commonly referred to as NTI. Welcome to the show, Kate. Thanks, Bruce. I'm a, a longtime listener of Call Talk. I think I started listening to you back in 2015, maybe, and I'm really excited to be with you today. Okay, great. Well, that's great to hear. And we also uh, had uh, interviewed one of your colleagues uh, back in 2017, and so we're just really happy to have you on and to sort of refresh people on things uh, with regard to NTI and the work with the disabled. Um, Kate Browse is a disability advocate for uh, NTI, and uh, she is a passionate advocate for disability rights. Uh, She knows firsthand what it's like to live with a disability, and she has appeared on talk shows, podcasts, and call center events and conferences discussing remote work, accessibility, diversity, and disability. And uh, she earned her bachelor's degree in English from Brigham Young University and is now based in Southwest Florida. And I'd like to note for our listeners that Call Talk is totally dedicated to digging out uh, important topics for call center managers. And it's unsponsored and is not vendor oriented. However, in the case of this nonprofit organization dedicated to working with disabled individuals, uh, we make an exception to the rule because it's important for our listeners to understand how they might go forward with plans to hire disabled candidates. And as Kate also knows, my personal involvement with people with disabilities goes back to high school when I spent all four years with an organization that teaches disabled children to swim So I'm a big supporter for enabling the disabled wherever that's possible. So with that proviso, Kate, let's proceed. Uh, Tell me, how long has NTI been a promoter of telecommuting or work from home, as it's often called? NTI was founded in 1995 with the express mission of helping disabled Americans and veterans find jobs that they could do from their own homes. And we very quickly realized that the best vertical that we could work with was call and contact centers. Mm -hmm. Yeah, no, technology has made this possible for quite some time. Well, what changes have you seen over the years, especially now as a result of the pandemic, Kate? 
Well, you know, we, since we've been doing this since 1995, Bruce, we've seen a lot change. And all of it has made work at home easier. Cloud computing in particular has made the work from home environment possible uh, or work from anywhere, actually. And it's been a reality for millions of executives around the world in increasing numbers. But what we've seen with the COVID-19 pandemic, it's specifically opened doors to remote work for many, many more people. So while you may have seen executives working at a local Starbucks connected to their, you know, Wi-Fi and, and working, you didn't see an average ordinary person who might be an agent in a contact center have the same ability to work from anywhere or work remotely. But the COVID-19 pandemic changed that. It turned the industry on its head. And businesses that had assumed wrongly, as it now turns out, that they could never make that at-home model work for their needs and their employees suddenly found themselves forced to figure it out, many of them nearly overnight. Yeah, no, it was pretty dramatic. Uh, we all remember that, that's for sure. So I assume that this has made it easier to provide jobs to the disabled population you serve. Is that so? It, it is so, and we are very delighted about that. You know, we are not happy about the terrible impact that the pandemic has had on workers and economies all over the world. But as terrible as it is, there is a silver lining to the COVID-19 pandemic, and it's that the accommodation of at-home work can no longer be shunted aside as not reasonable because it's been proven that it can work. So what that does mm -hmm. is it opens the doors for the disability community all around the globe to go to their employers and say, look, it is a reasonable accommodation. We have the skills, the tools, the technology, and now the people to make it work. And so it's opened the doors the disability community to get jobs that before they might not have been able to attain. Right. No, absolutely. It makes total sense. And sometimes, you know, necessity becomes a mother of invention. It also opens eyes to, uh, you know, opportunities that people just didn't see or didn't want to see before. So, so what kind of jobs uh, have come out of this uh, for the disabled that you guys have been able to offer? Well, at NTI, most of the jobs that we have available through our employer partners are as customer service representatives or IT help desk techs. You know, it's the call and contact center jobs that we have found to be a good fit for the disability population that we specifically serve. And we find that those people, although they may need or want that accommodation of working at home, they tend to make really, really great call center agents. And why do you think that is? You know, we've thought a lot about that, and there are three different things that people who have disabilities tend to have in abundance. And number one is empathy. Anyone who is in the call or contact center vertical has heard the word empathy, you know, a buzzword for a long time. But especially in 2020, it was like the buzzword because empathy was needed in spades to understand the needs of people and what they were going through to be able to put yourself in that position. And people within mm -hmm. the disability community tend to have a lot of empathy because they have been through living with a disability. You know, along mm -hmm. with that, they tend to have the ability to think outside the box. When you have a disability, you have to figure out how to do things in a way that works for your disability and not necessarily the way that the rest of the people in the country or in your community or even in your family are able to do things. So they've learned to problem solve in creative ways. 
and that becomes a benefit to, you know, employers. And the third thing is that they tend to be really skilled in advocacy and specifically self-advocacy. Anyone who is listening that has a disability or knows someone with a disability knows that sometimes you can't even get your own doctors and medical professionals to listen to you. And so you've learned to self-advocate. And again, that makes a, a great desired skill as a contact center agent. So when you put those three things together, empathy, that ability to think creatively and outside the box and to be skilled in advocacy, I mean, you're talking about somebody who has all the tools needed to rock a customer service job. Absolutely. No, those are three great points. If you think about those, that skill set and uh, the managers who are listening now and say, gee, if I could take those three things and put them in a, uh, you know, a capsule and have all of my contact center uh, agents uh, you know, take the pill, that would be a wonderful thing. Uh, so <laughs> really you have people who are sort of because of their situation are, uh, have these skills in spades, as you put it. So that's really good. Um, you know, I, I assume in the more than two and a half decades you've been doing this, uh, you found some employer partnerships, as you call them, uh, to be better matches than others. What, what can you tell us about the type of jobs that are the best fit for the people that uh, you serve? You know, in the past, prior to 2020, we served a population that uh, wanted a part-time job. In 2020, we, we opened our doors to serve an additional population. And so now we have people who are looking for both part-time jobs and full-time jobs. But there's not any one specific job or vertical that is a better fit than another. We've been doing this for a long time. And we've had partnerships with major U.S. retailers, hospitality giants, utility companies, insurance companies, auto clubs, pharmaceuticals, home improvement companies, lots of different BPOs, large and small. We even have major contracts with the U.S. government. So there's not any specific vertical that we've found to be better than another. Um, we've worked in almost every vertical with the exception of one, and that's um, the collections vertical for call and contact centers. Collections jobs tend to be high stress, and we know mm -hmm. that you know living with a disability is already stressful, and most of the people in the populations that we serve, we've felt that they probably wouldn't want that kind of additional stress in their lives. That being said, however, you know if there's a call center out there that focuses on collection services and they want to discuss partnering with us and the types of jobs that they can offer, we're always open to discussing those types of things. Mm. Well, certainly there's a huge range that you mentioned there going through insurance, utilities, auto clubs, pharmaceuticals. I mean, there's, there is a, a major, major universe there that you've been successful with already. So that's just great to hear. Wonderful. Well, but let's get back for a second to the effect of the pandemic. Now, as I understand it, uh, you've been in the work-from-home space since the beginning in 1995. Uh, what have you seen happen since call centers all over the world had to close the doors of their brick-and-mortar operations? The pandemic has had the effect of making it easier for us to approach companies about partnering with us to provide those at-home jobs. We'd, in the past, approached companies, and we had a lot, if not most of the organizations we approached, kind of, you know, figuratively pat us on the back and say, what you guys are doing at NTI, that's great. And we love the idea of, you know, making altruism work for business and helping people in the disability community find jobs. But 
the at-home model, it's just not going to work for us for whatever, you know, reason A, B, C. And now all of those companies in the past that didn't think they could do that at-home model had to figure it out or go out of business. And so now they know they can do it. Um, so the problem that we are facing has, has become now we have so many different people that say, yes, we are open to it, that we're actually actively recruiting to have more people to fill those jobs. We are opening up our doors to more people and training more agents than ever before. And as fast as we're getting them trained, they're going out the doors to our employer partners, which is really great because the problem that conduct centers now face is not sending people home. They've figured out by and large how to do that. The problem is now how do you find the right employee to hire? It was one thing to have employees in the brick and mortar and send them home and hope that they worked out. But I haven't, you know, run across any contact centers that are like, yeah, we're going back to the full brick and mortar right now. And so they're having to figure out how do we find, hire, and train those new employees in this remote model, and that's the space that NTI excels at. Yeah, uh, that's something that I've been talking quite a bit about ever since uh, the summer, actually. I've been asked to talk about it a number of times. We've done uh, surveys on it, and uh, what you talk about is absolutely a a big, big issue for so many call center managers, including many, I'm sure, that are listening right now. And um, one of the things that we found in a survey we did last fall was that would be late 2020, was that uh, 85% of the agents had uh, had to go home and that as of the point we were, uh, you know, doing the survey, people were expecting that even a year from now, from then, uh, at least 50% of the agents would still be at-home workers. So, uh, yeah, really the pandemic, as terrible as it's been, has basically taken away one of the objections that you have probably had to face time and time again, which is, you know, isn't it better to have people in the brick and mortar uh, for all the reasons you can think of rather than working from home? So, you know, have, have these organizations turned to NTI for guidance in this area? We have seen so many people come to us and ask us for guidance and help we have a phenomenal team in place from, you know, whether it's our HR team or our IT team. And we have so many people who are, have been with us for so long that have seen all of the different changes. And so our team is deeply knowledgeable about all of the ins and outs of remote work, whether it's, you know, interviewing, hiring, remote training and managing, which is a big thing right now. How, how do you train your managers who are used to, you know, walking on the floor to manage their people? How do you, you know, do that in a remote environment? So our team is really skilled at all of that. And the other thing is that a lot of people on our team have disabilities themselves and know what it's like to work at home with a disability. So they're able to coach the people that are using our services as well. And, you know, we have a distributed workforce. NTI has about 60, 65 people at any given time working across the U.S., and we're in 22 different states right now. And we are all working at home to further the mission of helping the disabled Americans find at-home jobs. So it's a great fit because our people know how to do the work, and we can advise the companies with whom we partner to find those employment opportunities, and then we have a great team of agents who are themselves 
working at home with a disability to help the disabled population that we serve know what's involved and to help them get trained and up to speed. So, I mean, it's, it's just a perfect fit, Bruce. Well, and one of the things, now that uh, people have figured out how to make at-home work work for themselves, uh, I'm not saying that you become obsolete, but uh, is it the sort of thing where, um, you know, partnering with NTI or an organization like yours would become less important? You know, that's a really interesting and important question. And I think the work-from-home trend actually works in NTI's favor because, again, as I mentioned, the challenge that they now face that, you know, call and contact centers are seeing is how do you find the right employee who's going to excel in that at-home environment? And those are the people who were attracted to NTI in the first place. Something that we kind of is our catchphrase at NTI is disability doesn't discriminate. And so Mm -hmm. we have people in our talent pool from all walks of life. We have people who have been, you know, running in companies in the C-suite. And we have people who have been teachers, doctors, lawyers. The type of people who tend to come to us for our services have been out of the workforce for around four years following the onset of a disability. And now they're trying to figure out how to navigate and find their way back into a job so they tend to come with an incredible skill set. And those are the people that we attract, and those are the talent that our employer partners see, that they are, they are you know, people who have tended to be in the workforce long-term before they had some sort of disability, and they know how to be a reliable employee. Now they just need to have a job that they can do at home because they have developed some sort of disability, whether it's a disease or following an accident. Mm. Yeah, no, I remember when uh, I visited your offices in 2017 in Boston and uh, hearing the stories of, uh, for instance, uh, MIT graduates who were in the tech support area for you guys and obviously extremely well qualified. So, uh, yeah, well, what would you say to someone who's listening, uh, who's interested in partnering with NTI but maybe worried about hiring somebody with a disability? What, what are the things that you would uh, say to help overcome any um, you know, so any unease that they might have. I love that question. And the, the reality is, is that people don't understand the benefits that come with hiring someone with a disability. I mentioned some of those before. But, you know, my advice is just this. If somebody has the skills, hire them, whether they have a disability or not. If they have the skills, hire someone. And if it's through NTI, great. And if it's not, great. We, you know, provide this service, but we also just advocate for disability across the board. So if someone listening decides to give a disabled American the chance, whether they've completed our training or not, then, you know, I've done some good in the world today. But at NTI, we don't expect the people that we train to be treated with kid gloves when they find jobs with our employer partners. We just ask that they be given reasonable accommodations, and that's already the law. So the accommodation that the people who come to us want is simply to work at home. And in the home environment, you know, people already have set up what they need, whatever accommodation they need, whether it's a screen reader or a special chair or lighting that is appropriate to the different migraines that they may have or whatever. People tend to have those accommodations already set up. The only accommodation that they tend to need 
is just the accommodation of working at home. And if there are other accommodations that are needed, well, then we help our employer partners navigate that and figure out how to meet those and if they are a reasonable accommodation. But, you know, just, just hire someone with a disability if they have the skills. And that's what we're all about mm-hmm. at NPI is making sure that all of the people in our talent pool have the skills to succeed at the jobs that we have available. Mm-hmm. Now, excellent answer. Excellent answer, Kate, there to a provocative question. And one, you know, with those who have worked with uh, people with disabilities, they sort of overcome the, uh, uh, you know, any, any hesitations because once you get working with uh, people with disabilities, it's just wonderful. I realize how wonderful it is and how wonderful they are. So um, thank you for that one. And uh, let me just ask you, can you share with us what you'd consider to be a success story from the contact center side? Sure. I can, you know, share a couple of our uh, long-term employers, partners that have had great success after partnering with us. Um, I love to share the story of V-Force. They are a triple E vendor that they exclusively use NTI agents. When they were founded back in 2000, they were trying to make the at-home model work. They never wanted to have a brick-and-mortar call center, so they were a perfect employer partner for us. But in the beginning, they were just trying to source people within their local geographic area, and they weren't able to meet their staffing needs. And somebody said, hey, have you heard about this nonprofit NGI? And they came to us, and we've been partners ever since. Their call centers use exclusively our agents, and they loved that when the kind of calls that they were receiving changed last year because of COVID and their job requirements basically changed overnight, NGI was able to pivot on a dime and say, yes, of course, we can now find you people who can answer a different types of calls. We can help you get the agents that you have in place up to speed with the new things that they need to know and the new questions that they're getting and so, you know, we've loved having V-Force as one of our partners. Another one of our long-term partners, Bruce, is a major retailer in the Midwest, Meyer. And they've mm-hmm. used our agents for so long and have had such a great employer relationship that they no longer even interview the people that we would, you know, send to them. So in a normal employer partnership, somebody might say, hey, we think we'd like to hire you know, 20 agents, and we might send them 30 to interview, and they can choose from those agents which of the 20 they want. But Meyer, they know we're longer even interview our agents. They know and trust that we know their needs. So when they say, hey, we need 18 people, we send them 18 people and they get hired. Mm, Okay, fabulous uh, stories there. How about from the agent's point of view? Uh, What's it like for someone who comes to you with a disability and, and finds success? We love these stories, and we have them every single day. We're able to talk to Americans with disabilities who have lost hope, many of them, that they were ever going to be able to find a job that they could do, that they could turn into a career path that would give them a sense of value and success. And we love that we are able to help them find those jobs, and it makes every single employee at NTI light up we get asked this question because we love to share those success stories but for example we were able to help someone at the beginning of last year when the pandemic rolled in there was a story that came to our attention there was a, a person who registered for our services she had had PTSD 
and anxiety for a long period of time. She found it difficult to go out in public because different sights and sounds and smells would trigger her PTSD and make her very anxious. She had been out of a job for 16 years, and she saw an article about NTI after the pandemic hit, and she called and she registered for our services, went through our training, and is you know now working for one of our employer partners and has found great success after 15 years out of the job. And mm. that, that kind of success story is really common. Um, but the other, the other success story that we love, um, I'm going to share a story of my coworker at NTI. His name is Dominic Barber. He was in an accident, in an automobile accident in 2003. It left him using a wheelchair for mobility, and he was out of work for 11 years after he had that spinal cord injury. He had been receiving benefits from the Social Security Organization for years before he found out about NTI. He learned about our services completed our training. He was working as an agent for IBM. We said, look at this superstar rising. He really ha- you know, has something. And now six years later, he's one of our core employees. He worked as a recruiter, and he's now a supervisor in our virtual contact center. And so we are able to see these people go from, hey, I don't think I can work, to, hey, I have a career. And that is what we're all about. That's what keeps us coming back day after day. That's fabulous. Kate, those are inspiring stories. Uh, Really, uh, you make a difference, and you should be very proud of that. The whole organization should be proud of it. And I'm very happy to make sure that the world uh, knows a little bit more about about what you are and what you do. Um, Great insights, great insights. Uh, We have a couple of questions that have come in. Uh, So, Joseph, would you mind mind, uh, telling us what they are? Sure. Kate, we have a question from Joan. Um, We have a premise-based ACD system and no at-home agents currently. Would it be difficult for us to work uh, with NTI and your people? The answer to that is no. We are the experts in helping someone transition to the at-home environment. And whether it's using, you know, your system or teaching you what other systems are out there. And I won't go into it, but we have several different models of employment that our employer partners can choose from. And, you know, you pick which one you want, and then we help you spin up that contact center and get those agents trained. So that is not a problem at all. We can work with any contact center who is willing to work with us. Awesome. That's great. That's great. Yeah, and if I could just add here, you know, the technology really has been absolutely key to all this. Actually, you know, the technology has been key to the contact center industry, period. And, you know, we wouldn't have a contact center industry if we didn't have such uh, great and evolving technology. And when you guys started, uh, you know, back there was, I think, one company, Willow, that was uh, sort of doing distributed workforce type of thing. And uh, there's been so much more that's been added since, and uh, also the workarounds with the on-premise uh, technologies has really uh, blossomed as well. So that's great to hear. Thank you very much for that, Kate. Okay, back to you, uh, Joseph. All right, we have a second question from my namesake, Joe. If the person we hire does not perform as hoped, can we terminate without fear of legal issues? Mm. I- I love that question, and it's actually one that we get a lot. 
And the answer is, yes, you can terminate without fear of legal issues as long as it is performance-based and you're not firing someone because of their disability. That's what's against the law. And so as long as the HR department is involved with our employer partners, we always suggest and encourage the HR department for the employer partners to work with our HR department with any kind of questions like that so that we avoid any complications. But when you can document that the reason a person isn't working out is because it is performance-based, then we don't have any problems. But that's not often a problem with the NTI agents who have completed our training. In fact, we stand behind our agents so much that if any of our employer partners have a problem within the first 30 days and those agents don't work out, we replace or refund those agents. We, you know, we'll replace the agent or refund 100% of the cost that it was to bring that agent on board, you know, through using our services. That's great. That's great. Okay. Uh, certainly that is, is part of the calculus and something that uh, I'm sure you've reassured some of the people who are listening. Well, Kate, you know, thank you very, very much, and also to our listeners. Uh, this has been very, very illuminating, I think very important, and hopefully uh, will result in some of the people listening to this considering something maybe they haven't done before or increasing uh, their in involvement with uh, the disabled. And if we've accomplished that, then I'll feel very, very good about this show. So thank you, Kate, for for joining us, and uh, what I'll do now, is there, is there any final thing that you'd like to say before we turn things over to Joseph? Just welcome the disability community into your organizations and see the benefits that come from it. It's not about giving them the chance because that you, you feel sorry for them. It's about giving them the chance because they have phenomenal skills to bring to the workforce. Well said. Thank you very much, Kate. And with that, we'll turn things over to Joseph to wrap things up. Thanks again to Kate and Bruce for your insightful discussions on today's show. Be sure to join us next month for another great show or look at our huge selection of archived shows and topics at benchmarkportal.com. Then click on Call Talk where you will find over seven seasons of the show. From all of us at Benchmark Portal, keep those headsets steady and fingers ready. This is Joseph Fragana signing out. Have a great day.